0: Difficult difficult
1: difficult, 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 Women. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Difficult, difficult, difficult women. women. I'm your host, Marie. And I'm your other
0: host, Katie. I never <laughs> know what to say when you say I'm your host. I'm always like, and I'm Katie. <laughs> no, you're the other <laughs> I mean, host. I'm, the, I'm host number two. I'm no, the you can, here.
1: We'll start again. You can okay. say it first. I'm Katie. That's how I would say it. And I'm your host, Marie. No, (laughs) that's not right. Anyway. No, together we are. I'm the the stranger that wandered into the room. No. (laughs) And that's your host. (laughs) I'm the weirdo that just kind of (laughs) shows up. (laughs) And I'm I'm the person who lives here. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to Difficult Women. We are also in a band called Reformed Whores. Check
0: us out. We're pretty rad.
1: Yeah, we're Uh, super cool. What's
0: the word I came up with the other day? It's like a rad, radass, radass. I said, oh, "Oh, I saw our that. group was
1: radass." Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> I think we're radass. Rad
1: I like that. Yeah, a radass folk pop comedy duo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Can you help us with that, you guys <laughs> out there? Know. We're trying to figure out. We you know we're not as con- country as we used to be. Anyway, we talked about that before. You don't need <laughs> to hear it again. <laughs> Whatever.
1: Yeah, but if you want to email us, email us at difficultwomenpodcast at gmail dot com. We love emails. We do. We love them. Speaking of which, we've got an email. Exciting. And I believe this person just followed us on Patreon as well. Wonderful. So thank you. Thank you. Um, his name is Harvey. I won't say his last name. Yes. But Harvey wrote to us. Longtime fan, six years, and look forward to your podcast every Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Harvey. Uh, So he goes into, I wanted to add to the stigma of aging in today's society. I am 38, and as fun as my 20s were, I wouldn't relive them. Too much self-consciousness, insecurities, striving up that social ladder, and all my friends were in the same boat. I found that I enjoyed older people's company because they seemed like they had it together. That makes sense. Okay, an illusion, but okay. yeah. <laughs> now that I'm in my late 30s, I've really enjoyed this age because I was able to accomplish much more. I feel people take me more seriously now, and I don't think many people wanted some young adult's opinion back then. My wife is 16 years older than me, and she makes getting older look exciting. Oh, I love that. And then she sa- he says, "She's a big fan of yours as well. and I bought both of your albums for a road trip we had, and it was freaking great. Yay. Uh, so based on both of our experience, aging is for the pros. I guess we all become pros someday. Love it. Harvey. I love that. Thanks, Harvey. I think that's great. I think that's a great attitude and a way to go for getting that wife that's 16 uh, years older than you. It's so good. I love that. You know I, know, I realized the
0: other day, my aunt married a man that was, uh, I mean, it's like 15 years younger, 12 years younger. Yes. And they are such a good match. I think I love it that. It is so great. Yeah. I, and he is. They're so cool. Mm. um yeah no i'm into it i'm gonna grr, cougar somebody cougar it out <laughs> cougar oh, man man child not really it's hot a but not like a you know someone <laughs> of a legal age i'm not a jeffrey epstein <laughs> don't get all yeah, excited get over all there that. no uh, that's funny <laughs> yeah well thanks for your email that's really cool i think that it's true that um you're right that also ageism can work the other way where People don't take young people seriously sometimes either, mm-hmm. and that could be hard. But at least you get to grow older, and <laughs> grow into your eight, yes, whatever. There's something
1: to look forward to. Yeah, <laughs> neat, neat, neat. neat, neat, rad. <laughs> are we going to transition into this topic? Yeah, this, this is topic? a rough one. So we have like a we were going to talk about something pretty, pretty, pretty a big a big topic, a big topic, and uh, I'm a little nervous to talk okay. about
0: it. Why are you nervous?
1: Number one, didn't know what it was. Oh, interesting. <laughs> That's um, yeah. I, I n- knew that I had heard I'd heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I knew what it was. Mm. And then after spending all day researching it, I didn't it's much bigger of a thing than I thought it was like way, way bigger. And, right. and also I have a lot of work to do.
0: Right. <laughs> so I so here's the thing. So our topic today is intersectional feminism but intersectional whatever but we'll stick with feminism Mm because it's just too many things um i was worried like a little nervous about talking or i am a little nervous about talking about this because we are two white women Mm -hmm. but i also feel really and i think that a lot of our i mean i hope our listeners are from all shape you know demographics and ages and genders and all that in races but um i'm sure there's at least some white people listening and i think it is important for white people to talk to other white people about some of these things too mm-hmm. uh not to speak over the voices of people of color or, or transgender people but to, just to help amplify those voices mm-hmm. so that's what we're here today, today Yeah, talk about this topic a little
1: well ex- how would you then explain intersectional feminism so the concept of intersectionality
0: mm-hmm. was uh brought up mm-hmm. by this uh she's a civil rights advocate and a lawyer named Kimberly Crenshaw. Mm -hmm. And uh, she has this whole analogy about imagining like these lanes of a highway. So if like one lane of a highway is like being a black person Mm -hmm. and another lane of a highway is being a woman. Mm -hmm. So race, gender. Right. Or yeah. whatever it could be. And it could be lots of
1: things. Uh-huh. You know, but I'm just using
0: those as an example. I watched a video
1: of this. So I'm like, okay, I'm Perfect. right with it. They're with yep. you.
0: So then as like the, the cars are traveling, those are sort of like the rights and the issues and the things that come up. As there's a one point in where those things cross, right? That At the an intersection. intersection. Right. right. Okay. And for example, someone that would fit both of those things would be a black woman. Right. Okay. So when there's issues that come up, sometimes they are you almost like bypass this issue where you have a, a person who is black and is a woman mm-hmm. and there's no there's nothing to protect that person for both of those things right so a really good example was i watched this video of her talking about it she there's this amazing ted talk she's very clear about it i watched that
1: too right.
0: this is exciting and um she talks about how like there was this um there was uh, a woman who had been applying for a job in like a car dealership mm-hmm. and or uh, some car factory or something, and she got denied the job and she said it's because i'm black it was because i'm black a black woman, woman. Mm-hmm. and the judge threw out the case or just didn't didn't said no that's not true and his proof was because they had black people working there, but they were mostly in like maintenance and stuff like that and janitorial things and then they had women working there, but those women were all white and they were working in like you know as the secretaries and things and so they his the judge's perspective was if we cover, you know, you're trying to claim too many, you know, uh. issues so that like if you get to say, well, I'm discriminated against because I'm black and because I'm a woman, then you have an unfair advantage over women who can only or white women who can only say, well, I'm being discriminated because I'm a woman and you have an unfair advantage over black men who can say, well, I'm being. So he's saying that like you get like double dipping Mm. But in reality what happened was that like then that then she was woman discriminated against. She got com- nothing. Yeah. And that there's there's no um justice. Justice at all. She right. gets like nothing from that. So, one thing that I really liked about what she was talking about all this is that there was no word for this before. Mm. There was no word for a person who is more than one thing that is you know, fighting in like civil rights or like equal rights or whatever, there was no word for it. So this woman came up with this concept of intersectionality. And it was funny because like, I feel like we this comes up too, like where you think about like things like, um, like ghosting.
1: Mm -hmm. Or like,
0: what are all these like terms now? Everything has like a term and everyone's putting a term on everything. Yeah. And so people are always like, ah, why does everything have to have a name? And like, it gets so like Mm kind of silly to some degree. So I think some people think of like, oh, now there's a word for intersectionality. Oh, now we have to name name that. And her point was that like, if you don't have a name on it, it is invisible. Mm. And if you don't see it as a problem, Mm -hmm. then you can't fix the problem. Right. And I thought that was so well said. And for example, so if you're still like uh, intersectionality, I don't get it. Like, what's the big deal? Think of like ghosting. Mm-hmm. Like ghosting has been happening forever. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until we put a label on it and like we able to call <laughs> it out and call that feeling out. That then you can say, like, wait a minute, I don't like how that feels, and this is a problem. And now we can start to say, like, call people out and say, "Hey, don't ghost me," you know what I mean? And like, what you are doing to me is ghosting. So that's just like a silly example, but just to make it a little easier for people to like understand, I think why it is important that we have a label on that and Mm -hmm. why it's a thing.
1: But she created it and she defined it uh, in nineteen eighty nine specifically for African American women's oppression. But I think what she
0: discovered, or like what I found that she had discovered was that it was be yes, I think that she is. That she initially, that, but that she's people discovered were. that like, there's so many different ways that people's identities intersect. And that, well,
1: she was interviewed recently talking about how great it is to have this vocabulary word and, and, uh, and um, to be able to spotlight exactly what is taking place, especially in LGBTQ communities, trans women, right. especially, um, Being able to really say there is a problem and why are they being discriminated against, Uh, and then it's and not
0: included in the conversation and not included
1: in in conversation.
0: Oh, that their specific like issues are like ignored by like white feminism.
1: Right, white yes. So this is what makes me nervous about talking about this uh, subject is because we are two white women, and so we're we're two white women having a conversation about intersectional feminism. That has to do with, yes, we are wi- women. And I mean, we, yes, we get discriminated against being white women, sure. Yeah. But I think a bigger issue in America these days, in today's society, with this Trump like white supremacy vibe, vibe yeah. that's going on, <laughs> yeah. is that how much people of not our color uh, are being discriminated against. Right and their stories and experiences and and i we cannot relate we have not experienced that and so i'm i get nervous talking about these types of issues because i don't want to miss, misspeak or sure. talk about and another look, person's here's experience the
0: thing. we might misspeak in this podcast we might say something right. that isn't accurate or maybe we don't um say enough of a thing or we don't right. explain right. so if certainly if you hear something and you want to like let us know, please send an email. So we'll definitely talk about it. Cause I think right. it is a big conversation. Right. But I also think that like, I'm not here. You're not here to, to, to then we're not, I'm not going to talk about a black woman's experience. Cause I don't know what that is, but what I can do is like, I, I thought it was really powerful how she, um, Kimberly opened this Ted talk mm-hmm. because she, uh, she labeled, she named some names. I'm going to name them right now. Mm-hmm. So we can all kind of do this together. Mm-hmm. And here are the names, Mike Brown, mm-hmm. Eric Gardner, Tamir Rice. Mm-hmm. These are probably names that are familiar. If they're not familiar, please look these names up because this is a, something worth noting. And if you do not know who these people are, these are all people that died uh, by, at the hands of cops, black right. men that had died at the hands of cops. She uh, says, you know, these sound familiar, correct? Everyone's like, yeah. He's like, okay, now sit down. If Everyone stood up. She said, sit down if you um, don't know these names. And then she names uh, Michelle Crusoe, uh, Tanisha Anderson, or a Russer and I've never heard any of those names. Right. And those are women that died at the hands of cops, black women who mm-hmm. died at the hands of cops. Mm-hmm. And so that's a perfect example of how intersectionality is not work it's not mm-hmm. um, why it's important to acknowledge it. Right. Because those stories aren't getting told. And who weren't telling those stories? Media. And nobody. I mean, nobody. Like, no, but the media certainly isn't telling them. That's definitely right. a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that probably helps a lot, right? When the media gets up right. and starts telling it, I think that part of what people say is like, "Well, yes, but like, you know, we're telling the stories of these black people that are being murdered." I'm like, "Yes, but those are just the men." And then we're t- right. telling stories about women being like harassed by Harvey Weinstein. It's like, yeah, but are you including the black women that are being harassed or murdered by the police right. or whatever it is? Like, There's just more to this story that we're not getting. Right. And so she's got this really amazing campaign called uh, Say Her Name. Mm-hmm. And at the end mm-hmm. of this video, then they have an audience saying these women's names. I mean, I was like I was sobbing. sobbing. yeah, um, Because I think part of it, too, is it's like if you don't say these individuals' names, if you don't notice them as individual people, then you don't... It just is like, oh, that's too bad. Yes, people are getting murdered by the cops, and like whatever. Like, there's not like a real connection, or like in any in any kind of case, right? In any right. kind of like unjust unjust case situation, the more you kind of like are able to understand that these are human beings mm-hmm. and not just like this a statistic or whatever. Right. So I think that it's just, um, I don't know. I think it's a really. I hate the word. He uses the word like cool, but <laughs> I think it's like really awesome that she has like been able to find this great word mm-hmm. that I think that does kind of help clarify where we're mm-hmm. at with like people, people
1: in the world. Well, I was reading a blog about um, it was a black woman who wrote it, um, and she was saying f- like fuck intersectionality f- feminism fuck mm. fuck that term fuck like the idea okay. of it um, how how badly she wants to reclaim. Uh, black feminism oh sure and an example she gave uh which i didn't know about this but there was a black woman in alabama named shakisha clemens she was at a waffle house with a friend and she ordered a meal and wasn't giving any utensils so Uh when she asked to get utensils um the guy said that'd be 50 cents Mm. And she was like, what? You know, that's, that's insane. Normal. What do yeah. you know? And and because she raised her voice and asked, you know, they said, that's crazy. He called the police. Police right. got there. Right. Took two white police officers, took her to the ground. Her. She was in this really cute tube top type thing. Tube top tam- came down. Yes, I
0: saw this video. So
1: she's topless being handcuffed. Right. Um. And so this black female blogger who was talking about this pr- particular instance, that she said this is when feminism this is when feminists need to rise up and make right. a big deal and they didn't right
0: that's why we're doing this podcast right now right Because guess who could stand up and help right all these fucking white women that claim to be feminists and don't fucking say anything right when it's not a white woman
1: that's in trouble i mean that so or, or, I'm or a black man in trouble because i feel like sometimes it's that intersectionality right. that's right. that's like okay well i clearly understand that a black man is being uh you know uh police are our police brutality rate with black men is way higher than it's whatever awful, and so yeah. i can clarify that and, and put a name to it and, and fight for that but then when it happens to a black woman then why why aren't we then marching the streets for this woman right i right. mean and i'm saying that to myself no, and of i'm course. saying like and that's
0: exactly yeah no you're right <sighs> and i think that and um that's it's funny because I'm sure, like, if a black woman is listening right now, it's like these fucking white girls, are right? Of course, that, but, but that's... the truth is, I think what's unfortunate, and this is just the truth, is that like we have been sheltered from these things as white women. You know what I mean? Like privilege. we don't know, Yes, yeah. I think this it's white called privilege, privilege. <laughs> is that like we we just don't. It's just not a thing that we have to like think about or worry about or whatever. So we have to for step up we have yeah and if learn you're in the waffle house but yeah. also yeah, so if you're in the read, waffle, house, in the waffle house you have to
1: stand up for her and
0: if you were not in the waffle house you need read to stand about up for the story it. and then be outraged about it Right. You know? and like and say like this is not okay right. you know um that's an interesting so we didn't quite follow through on this like idea of like black feminism right. but like right. it makes me think of another thing that i was thinking about where um there one of my favorite authors uh, Chimamanda yeah. Ngozi Adichie she said uh, she wrote uh, this book Called Americana. It's really, really good. You it. It's amazing. Uh, and but she was a, a big, a, a big voice in the feminist mm-hmm. arena, mm-hmm. Uh, or has been. And she's a black woman from uh, Nigeria. And somebody asked her about, um, do you think trans women count as like women, or what are your feelings about that? Mm. And her response was, she's like, uh, she feels like trans people have their own sort of struggle that they are going through. She acknowledges that there's a struggle, but she didn't necessarily count it um, as part of, like, traditional feminism or that they, you know, they had a different experience because they grew up as... So, for example, a trans grew up as a boy and had the experience of being male for the first part of their life. So her argument was that they didn't have the full female experience, so their issues are different and separate from, like feminist issues was her sort of argument. I don't know where she mm-hmm. lands on this now, but this is where she then got, people mm-hmm. were very upset about this. And I thought it was really, the um, the response from the trans community was, I thought, well said, which was that like, um, while a cis woman may have a ch- difficult childhood because of her being a woman, a, a, a female as a child, there's also all these privileges that cis women have because they are accepted as women. Women, and so they, mm. you know, even if there's like a lot of, uh, you know, stuff against women, all this non, you know, what is the word, sexist? No. Yeah, like 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 there's sexism against women, and there's you know that kind of thing. They still have the privilege of being seen as a woman, accepted as a woman, respected as a, a woman, mm-hmm. and um, so there's still. And then the the problem is that the, there's these these trans women are facing tons of violence and all these things. So if we don't give them a place to have a voice either, the violence is still happening. Like, it's just that it doesn't mean it's going, you know, women, women are being abused and, you know, by people, whether they're cis women Mm -hmm. or whether they're trans women. And that's, we're women. They're women. So why can't we just get on board? But it's interesting. Mm. I think that like, I don't know. I mean, I don't have an answer to this, but there is sort of this idea of like, maybe there can be black feminism fat, you know, right. and, and trans feminism and white feminism. I that we don't need white feminism, white <laughs> feminism, you know, but, um, but then I think that intersectionality is still going to be a part of that, no matter how you look at it. Mm-hmm. I think you always have to like include that as part of like the, if we're going to really do this, like, so we all have to stand up for each other, I guess is my point.
1: Right. And recognize that everybody is human. And yeah. as in a, a person, and that's what equality. And I think that, you know, when I was younger in in high school, even uh, the word feminist, we did not call ourselves feminists. Hmm. I remember thinking that that word was bad, like a, a, an angry, crazy woman. Mm-hmm. And then to in high school and in college, then learn really what feminism means and what what a feminist truly really is. I am a feminist, obviously, like what what are we doing here if we're not being feminist? But um, to understand even even, you know, nowadays I'll ask, you know, some of our guy friends and they're like, oh, I wouldn't say I'm a feminist. I'm like, why is that word such a negative? All it means is is equal rights, equal to see men and women as the same. Right. That's it. Right. So, everyone should be a feminist in my mind. Right, sure. But that's, I mean, but again, like, th- that's the journey that I've been on of like understanding uh, what kind of feminist I really do want to be and of course, this intersectionality. See, yes, I think
0: that that's what's like, th- that's what like, right. makes me like, excited about this concept is that i think that like i grew up a feminist for sure like there was a lot of my i think my dad was very like he had all his you know sisters and a a strong mother and i think he felt like a feminist and that was not a dirty word in my house at all Mm -hmm. but to like and then to feel like okay i get this and i know what i'm doing and i know like feminism feminism and then Mm -hmm. to realize that like i have been unknowingly excluding people from my feminism right I didn't, you know, I didn't fully appreciate that, like, it wasn't just one way or that people have different kinds of fights that they're fighting. You know what I mean? Right. And that they all fall under the umbrella of feminism because women doesn't mean white women. Women means women. And I think that that is, like, such a funny thing. Um, it's interesting, too, with, like, I didn't go into this a ton, but I know that there's, like, there's some pushback to People like Gloria Steinem, right? I mean, she's always <laughs> had like she's been <laughs> controversial for many <laughs> reasons, but was a real hero, a feminist hero to many, and has been and is, and there's I'm sure there's a lot of good things. But one of the things that people have been calling her out about is this sort of like white feminist perspective. Agenda. And I wanted to bring ah. this specific thing up. Because mm. I think that this is like a really good example of this. Cause it could and one that makes me go, oh right. Mm. So, like, she got in hot water during the election because she said, if you're a millennial woman and you're not voting for Hillary and you're voting for Bernie, you're only voting for Bernie to, like, please the boys. She's like, I get it. Like, there's all these boys voting for Bernie. So you're just trying to please the boys. Mm. And that that is such a white woman perspective and such a... um, God, that
1: undercuts everything. That's, well, and the thing <laughs> about it, she when you break for. it
0: down, it's like, sure, from like a white perspective and a very simplified viewpoint, her argument was like, why wouldn't you want a woman in office? Like, this is our chance to have a woman in office for equality, and, right? Uh, right. But the, but if you look at their records, Bernie was, was by far the bigger the feminist <laughs> well not even aside from the feminism right. part of it he was by far he's by far a better candidate for uh civil rights mm. so and hillary has a terrible record on civil rights she did a very bad job campaigning to people that were right. people, of people of color very yeah. very bad job so like if you're a black woman in that situation now and you're trying to decide like oh yes I would like to see a woman in office but this man has my best interests at heart as a black person so what where how where do I go what do I choose and for Gloria Steinem to then undermine that dilemma by just like breaking it down to being like oh you want to play you know you just want to please the boys it's like Mm. you're not seeing the full picture here And it's stuff like that. Like, I'm hoping somebody out there is going like, oh, right. You know, people that... Look, you can hate Bernie or whatever. I, I get all that. But don't forget, like, the truth about what those candidates were, you know, support what,
1: you know, what their deal is. Right. But also, if you raise a woman to have her own thoughts and feelings and, and be able to express her vote in any way she wants. Sure. Don't tell them to vote for somebody yeah, just because I mean, she's a woman. I mean, that itself
0: already, yeah, you're and right. That's, the, simp- that's the simplest thing of right. just like,
1: wait, I thought you wanted to raise, like, bad, rad-ass women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the layers of, like, problems with that statement right, are for, right.
0: sure, for sure in there.
1: Well, so I quickly jumped on the phone with my mom before you came over to just talk quickly. Like, yeah. What are her thoughts on intersectional... that's interesting to hear like her and she was like what is that I don't know what that is and we quickly just talked about you know the bubble that we grew up in in Nashville and the privilege that we had there and even now um and she'll say this she still to this day has friends that just look like herself and so understanding what we this type of feminism and how inclusive it needs to be for people of color and and how we have to fight for everyone. It was just a quick little conversation of how, I, th- I think with my, so what I'm trying to say here in a roundabout way is how she doesn't really, she doesn't have many friends uh, of people of color. Sure.
0: And I think that like, that's probably As a really 70, common. You know, yeah. 72 year old woman. That's really common. I mean, certainly one thing you could do is try to like branch out and meet new yeah, people for absolutely. sure. But even if like that's not, gonna happen for some reason there's we have the internet right and i think that that's one thing too like i've gone through stages and i'm still going through stages of like trying to be more aware of these things and all that and i think that 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 first thing is like oh i will ask all of my black friends how they feel and then you're like no no that's yeah so exhausting (laughs) and that's not right and uh, and that sort of response of like you can look it up right you can there's stuff online there's videos online that even that ted talk where she was so if you watch this Ted talk that um, say her name again, Kimberly Crenshaw. Yeah. Um, Cause it's she, an incredible. It, and, but at the end they do, she does say like, look, this is difficult to watch, but they have a video of mm-hmm. like, of footage of these women being um, attacked by these police officers. And um, it's very hard to watch, but it's like, that's out. She, that's out there. Right. So even so just you being able educate to yourself. watch. Right. Yeah. And those things like I, I am kind of a believer in like, watching those videos when they come out because you need to like be not to be like all gross and whatever but to to really if, if you're struggling to understand how serious these issues are
1: well i do you know, think, I that think that is that there's, yeah you can,
0: you can expose yourself to well i've more.
1: had conversations with friends in nashville a couple of my girlfriends have said i don't watch the news i sure. i can't it's just it's too yeah. i can't but that's the problem right there right you are a white woman living in your privilege bubble right not educating yourself on the rest of the world and your news is not even telling you the whole story and it's not the and whole you're not story. even watching right <laughs> yeah but but then to under i think it is our it's our duty almost it's like especially yes. if you're raising children Yeah. i think if you're a mother i mean again i'm not a mother so i'm not trying to preach to be like if you have children you should do this but don't i mean these people are being brutally beaten to death by police officers because of the color of their skin. Right. In in unfair numbers. Yeah. In
0: numbers that are not
1: equal. We've never experienced anything like that. We don't have to worry about saying goodbye to our father at night. Right. We don't have to worry about... you know
0: what's crazy about all this too is like this isn't new. No. This isn't like it's just happening now. This is stuff that's been happening for since uh, forever. And... It's just because of like the dawn of cell phones that we're finally seeing it. Right. And I think that like it's really hard for white people to like understand
1: that. Yeah, it makes I mean, it. I feel guilty.
0: I mean, and you can feel guilty and you can feel whatever. I mean, sure, feel guilty. I mean, feel whatever you feel. Right. But don't let the guilt stop you from, like, absolutely. just having a voice right. around it or being, you know what I mean? Or like, stop I'm you from educating
1: to, yourself on it and absolutely. Then going and, then, and, and.
0: And please, for God's sake, don't walk around <laughs> then being like, uh, let me ex- white splain to you. No, how, how, no, like, no, no, your no. Experience. No, like, I no, I no. I don't want to do any of that. But I do want to, like, make sure that there's at least an awareness. You right. Know? And like that saying her name thing, I think, is important, too, mm-hmm. to be like, look, these are, like, this is happening, you know? Right.
1: Well, there was a, uh, this woman, um, I believe it happened last year. Uh, there was a white woman. It was caught on. It was uh, another video that went viral in this situation where there was uh, two women uh, speaking Spanish to each other in a grocery store. A white woman was then berating them and saying... Uh, If you're going to be in this country, you need to speak English Mm -hmm. and I mean, horrible, horrible things. And then another white woman stepped up and like said, you know, Back off, back up, back yeah. off, and and you know you this this is what this country is about. I mean, she said all sorts of things, but then she so she got she got physically in front of these women because she was this other woman was getting in front of their right, faces, up in their faces, yeah. she, And then she followed this other woman uh, around the store and ended up calling the police, and she was arrested. And the woman that had been yes harassing. for yes for yeah. discrimination and right. um, harassment and, right. and, and and which she was, and they have course, it on camera. Yeah. But it did, so that is also what I talked about with my mom of how we have to know how to, we, we have to use our privilege right. in and these I types of circumstances. I want to clarify too, it's
0: not about like being like a white savior or
1: No, no. And and people did say like, this woman isn't a hero. Right. This, don't call her a hero. This is,
0: no, you should be doing you this. You should be doing this time. as a
1: human And not being. asking
0: for praise for it, but just right. like doing it. Just as it a human to, being. Yeah.
1: And I mean, we see stuff on the train, you know, and, and uh, i have uh, not something like that to that extreme, but I've, I've role played in my head exactly what I would do. Right. And it can be really scary, I think. But like, I think also, of course, please,
0: like if somebody seems insane or they have a gun or they have a right. knife, we're not advocating that like everybody like become a martyr. F- in, in, I mean, well, that's a whole other conversation, I but know. I will say that like, just, you know, so be careful, of course, but like, there's certainly lots and lots of ways that we can stand up for people one of them being privately so
1: Mm -hmm. when you're in a group Mm -hmm. of your
0: white friends and somebody makes this like a remark that's like not acceptable either against Gay people or trans people or whatever Or black people or white people Or somebody that you know if they don't get it mm-hmm. It's a really good opportunity to just be like Hey actually that's like really not cool Or I really don't like it when you say that because of this You, Or you can start a fight or however you want to do it But like you know But call is, them out Yeah you can call them out and you can call out your f- best friends And like they're, it's, they're tough conversations But like it's important to start having these conversations So mm-hmm. that we can make this unacceptable You know make some mm-hmm. of this shit unacceptable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that like there's, it doesn't have to be this dramatic like. I'm um, throwing my body in right. front of I'm this. I'm going to say Because, save because you know, that right. sometimes that's not the right choice. Or it's just, you know? hey, are you okay? Are you okay? Sure, are you doing okay? you, know, you like doing keeping okay? an eye on what the situation yeah, or, just and you can, yeah. or calling the police from a safe distance or what do you have to do? I'll, I mean, the police is always another problem so be <laughs> right, careful right. about that too. White people, because I think we have a tendency to call the police a lot and <laughs> we don't <laughs> <need to. laughs> Right. One time, a uh, I saw a smoke coming out of a building from my apartment and I was like, that building's on fire. I'm calling the police and I called 911 and then the, uh, the fire people came and it was just a factory it was a fa- it was a factory it wasn't on fire oh no i was like the police can help no matter what and it's like no that's not always the case <laughs> so the police hate me too it's fine <laughs> they're just sort of like oh it's girl
1: so when researching and teaching myself what intersectional feminism really means uh annie lennox talks about global feminism oh oh that's actually something that i have a question about okay so what does annie lennox say well so first when i started looking this up annie lennox in 2014 had said that twerking done by like beyonce rihanna uh miley cyrus is feminist light and that it's because people women are being seen as over sexualized and this is just adding to the bigger problem of Um, she says that she finds it disturbing and and thinks that it's very troubling and coming from like a younger, like if there's a child in the audience, a seven-year-old watching Miley Cyrus twerk, how detrimental that can be to her growing up as a Mm -hmm. feminist and like respecting herself and her body and all that sort of stuff. But then now, cut to 2019, she's now on this whole global feminism uh, movement that she's trying to push and what does she say about that i guess she was she has a story about how she was shopping and she saw a little kid in like a wonder woman t-shirt <laughs> and then she said oh my goodness what if wonder woman could connect everyday women and men to the facts about the gender equality experienced by millions of girls and women every day around the globe mm-hmm so then she went home. She bought a T-shirt, took it home. <laughs> I don't know what the T-shirt has to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> she was, like, she was naked. She went to the store. Yeah, Wonder, Wonder Woman shirts, actually. Yeah. That's a very good point. Um, and then she wrote a list of facts and statistics on Sheets. And she used social media on Instagram and stuff, holding uh, messages up, saying, like, hashtag one reason why I'm a global feminist. Um, and tried tried to start this, like, social media campaign. And so, I mean, I think she's just trying to bring awareness to facts around the world about women and so like two-thirds of 757 million adults who can't read and write around the world are women Mm -hmm. and so i mean she has a lot of different examples and things and she's really just trying to educate both um men and women to get involved in this like global right problem so
0: that's so the, the, but to the, the go the from the twerking part, right, sorry that's well <laughs> the interesting about the twerking thing is i feel like that's like there we have all these like different like waves of feminism you know what i mean and so like that's so of the like our parents era where like You'd burn your bra, and you didn't wear makeup, and you didn't own. Well, your that's what fem- I thought.
1: What feminist? What so a totally. feminist was. And was I think you, like, in you some were ways, angry, and, yeah, and you, you burn you your bra. Yeah, and you weren't, and you weren't you have trying a to be sexualized almost <laughs> at all
0: in a weird way. And then what people I think realized from that was that like a lot of women are like, no, but I like sex, and I want right. to be a sexual being, and, and I want, if, I if like we men, want equality. Yeah, and it's like that's you know, so there's like a, there's like another level. I remember there also being like, um, uh, this is sort of kind of off topic, but sort of mm-hmm. just to demonstrate the difference between our generations with like feminism and stuff is like, I am uh, not on birth control. Uh, you're welcome, boys. <laughs> 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 uh, because I don't, it did not, I did not like being on the medical, on the pill birth control because it just has not worked well with my body for right. various reasons. Uh, so I just don't take it anymore. And so mm-hmm. I do other methods of birth control. I'm gonna, we can talk about that another time but um nothing crazy condoms I'm just okay what yeah it's just nothing. <laughs> that's like, crazy you know, I just like look at the moon in the position and then I oh, fuck. Um, No, don't do that yeah that doesn't work you'll get pregnant uh no but the point is that like I in our generation there's definitely been more of a like a people have been rejecting the pill a lot more than in previous generations mm-hmm. because I think in our mother's generation it was a, a point of liberation right. to be on the pill. It was it it was a godsend to have this pill that would prevent you from getting barefoot and pregnant for the rest of your life, you mm-hmm. know, and that you'd have more control over your body, but what they didn't. So then of course, thank God, thank God for the pill. Don't get me wrong about that. But then what they didn't think about was how the pill was like, uh, it's a, it's hormones and chemicals. Like, and how does that affect our bodies? And maybe, you know, and now we also have some other methods of birth control we can use, but, um, <coughs> that like, she could not understand why would be not on the pill. It's like, we, we fought we for fought you for to it. have right. this thing. And you're like, thank you so much, but it makes me really depressed and want to kill myself. Like, it's <laughs> like, there's like this, that you know what I mean? So that there's, there are these, as time goes on, we learn more things and, you know, of right. varying degrees. Right. And one of which is that like, maybe in your time, you know, b- being sexual was like, just for men, but we realize that like women also enjoy being sexual, and like mm-hmm. that you shouldn't take like women should be allowed to be sexual and not objectified. So can we? Get, that's the next step. Let's right. go there, right? So that's my thought about the first part. The global uh, feminism thing, I think is I I don't know what exactly she's doing. Yeah, I like we quite. don't really know. We'll look into <laughs> it one day. But the point is in concept. I think that that's also a really good point about intersectionality, right? That there's lots of it's not just American feminism; it's like feminism for the whole globe, right? Mm -hmm. So I have a question. This is something that came up, that's been coming up in my brain, and I do not have an answer for this. And I'm I'm not asking in a way that you're going (laughs) to answer, because you're like, oh God, do I I I have to know? know. You're definitely not going to know the answer to this. Okay. Uh, I don't think there is an answer to this at the moment. Maybe there is. I don't really know. Maybe I have it. no you don't you definitely don't (laughs) (laughs) you definitely don't have this answer (laughs) but a thing that's been coming up where I've been reading about like little by little and it came up with the Gloria Steinem thing I think I'm not I think it was maybe Gloria Steinem something came. anyway the point is so global feminism right and intersectionality women from lots of different backgrounds races also religions right Mm -hmm. so there's there are some women that are fighting for women in the Middle East to not have to wear any kind of head covering mm-hmm. because they feel like it represses the women. Right. right? But I also have heard uh, Muslim women say, no, I'm choosing this. Right. This is my religion. Right. I want to be, I want to wear my, You know, I want to cover my head. I want that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to land on that. Like, I don't know. Cause, and then the argument back is like, no, but your religion is oppressing you. She's like, yeah, but it's my religion that I'm choosing to be in. So that's like a really interesting, that is that is intersectional to the nth degree. Right. Because it's like religion, there's race, there's feminism, there's like all these things coming together. Um, I am not Muslim, so I have no idea what that would be. Right. I don't know, I don't have an opinion. There's probably varying opinions about it. But um, I just want to throw that out there as like a thing that's like, I think that, it doesn't just begin and end with like black women, of course. It's like there's so many different levels of intersectionality, and I do not. I mean, that's why I'm like, you don't know the answer. No, to that, no, <laughs> no.
1: But I, but I can picture a white feminist really fighting for that woman's right to not wear that, exactly, and then have her, and be, her like, be like, "I want I to wear really it." I actually really would like. It's my religion. It's, my it's like no, but
0: right. and is feminism yeah. about having a choice? Right? Is that really what it is?
1: Yes. You think? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Right. I mean. We're trying to empower women to have a v- their own voices, right? So I think that, like, my
0: leaning at the moment would be, don't tell people the way they're supposed to live their lives just because you think they're being oppressed. What if they're not? What if they don't feel oppressed? Like, mm-hmm. there's that. But I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm sure that people have lots of opinions about that. I, I would, I don't care to hear from any white women about it. <laughs> I or anybody <laughs> that's not Muslim. But I would be interested in hearing from Muslim women mm-hmm. what they how they feel about it difficult women podcast
1: gmail.com absolutely um so there's a quandary for us <laughs> to yeah. ponder i'm so glad that you asked me not to, not not to, to like, yeah marie, please if you had really been, been like this. marie what do you think it's like what do you think who who should be i, I mean I, I have no idea i think idea. the answer is we have no idea huh. we can't
0: we can't make that call but um but i've it's been on my mind a lot so i think that that's like the you know there's lots of um there's a lot of work to be done well, Ladies. so that
1: that's a good point, though, of of what can we do. So that that was another thing I quickly talked with my mom of what what can we do as as white cis, j, cis women, women, yes, white cis we, women, white cis women, cis sisters, cis sisters. Can we call it? I don't know. Yeah, cis that's what we are. Mm-hmm. But what can we do? We, I mean, obviously you say we can be allies, whatever. But I think um, the biggest thing my mom and I were saying that we could do is. Um, educate ourselves in reading different kinds of books other than uh, ones with the white narrative. Sure, for sure. Um, and she does, I mean, she does so many things with the church and she reads all kinds of books uh, by all different kinds of authors and stuff. And so, but when I said that of, you know, maybe we should read other types of books by, sure, you know, yeah. this white narrative is so... And also this, bo- this it gets heterosexual old. narrative, narrative yes, too. Yes, and the heterosexual that, like, narrative. Yeah. And I mean... That's one one way.
0: I think, yeah. you know, again, like talking to your friends. If somebody's saying something within your community that mm-hmm. you don't like to hear, just call it out right mm-hmm. away and just like do something about that. Um, I, I think the term that keeps pumping into my head is like it's like amplify other people's voices. Mm-hmm. So don't speak over them, don't speak for them, but help amplify those voices. So you can like post stories if they do come up in the media. Mm-hmm. You can you know, be active in that way. You can, there's also groups and things you can join. Right. Like, you know, you can join, Uh, you could join a Black Lives Matter group and mm-hmm. try to be more involved in helping with those sorts of things. And I'm sure that they, you know, I don't know Um, all the details of how that works, but I'm sure there's lots of positions you can take that are not you know like let me save the world now and be the one to save it before you come you know it could might even be like administrative stuff you know what i mean where you know but any of those things can be helpful so that's one i don't know
1: i mean i also heard for us white women to listen more and i I think honestly i feel like you know instead of giving your opinion or oh you should do this or you know just listen listen to other people's experiences and their stories and and you know realize how different they are from yours right um and if you if they need legal help <laughs> i don't know Yeah,
0: and open be open to learning and I don't know, practice like looking at other people's experiences, you know you're not I, the center of the right world. nobody's the center of the and world. we're
1: saying this this is to us like we absolutely I'm, you yeah. know i before this day, I didn't quite understand what intersectional feminism really meant, mm. which um now i I fully understand
0: yeah. well, I don't know if we fully understand we're still learning, right.
1: No, I figured it out. No, yeah. <laughs> I know clearly not. I know I'm not right. at all. Just like a white woman does. Yeah, typical case. white woman. But but especially I think and like going join, forward in joining groups
0: and ally groups and you know I mean there's things right. like that you can do. But I
1: think more importantly going into this next election year, really truly finding a candidate that that sure. just ha- shares your views and and values and and you know. But also look outside the box that, like, maybe your values aren't the only
0: views and values. Right. So, like, right. that's where, again, like, I'm not, look, well, I, I, a, loved, an I loved Hillary, of, whatever. Bernie was great. Right. But, like, you know, it's t- kind of like the women's march. Listen to The women's why, march yeah.
1: was incredible. Millions of people marched. But it, uh, what were it? Well, was it fell in,
0: apart because, like, there's two sort of leaders, two, two of two different, like, fractions. Of the women's groups coming together and they don't get along. Right. <laughs> because and I think what it is is one of them is more like a white feminist, and the other one's trying to m- push for more intersectional feminism. Right. And they just don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. And like that's floating well, like from need the to, inside. Yeah, yeah, that's not
1: good either. No, it's oh, really bad. No. No, no. I just hope that we stop. I, I hope that when this election year we can all I hope it works out. Well, my hope too <laughs> is, so that I, I mean,
0: I, I'm, I'm hopeful too, just because like a lot of these things are coming to light, you know, and you have to, um, see these things before you can like change them. Mm-hmm. Sort of like what, um, Kimberly was saying, right. uh, and I, that gives me hope, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you know, if, if I look, if again, if we said something on this podcast, that's inaccurate or incomplete. Please let us know because I think we're all learning. We're, like, let's we're be educating and be we're, open to learning and be open yeah. to like seeing different perspectives and you right. Know. And we're educating ourselves, obviously. Absolutely. You and know, we don't I mean, know anything. <laughs> right? We're, 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 we're <laughs> right. We don't know anything.
1: Right. Two white women just you know trying, trying to figure to it out. Figure it out. Doing Absolutely. comedy and yep. trying to fight for equality. <laughs> yeah. We're all human. Absolutely. That's it. We're all just trying to figure it out. And this little be nice to each movie. other um so anyway like
0: i hope you learned something and let us know i and, did and, yes. i mean yeah yeah i hope you learned something. thanks <laughs> uh, uh yeah so again send us emails if you like difficult women podcast at gmail.com and um hope tell your friends about the podcast if you're enjoying it that really helps us out um to spread the word
1: and if you have examples or, or stories on this subject that you'd like people to really, hear, yeah, yeah we'd know. love to write us in, and we'd love to share them with our listeners. Absolutely, because again, like we're only talking about our white woman right. experiences, our, so all we can do, so. we'd be happy to share an email if we got it. Absolutely. So, again, thank you all so much for giving the space uh, t- for us to do this. Yeah, I mean, again, like listening. this is very—we're privileged to be able to have this microphone and then uh, of course. put it into the computer and let you hear it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad you know how to work this thing are you going to be able to edit this is anyone going to hear this no one this will
1: never get it. Is out. it did it record I don't know maybe not <laughs> alright all right. Well, see well, you next so Tuesday Bye. when we were young we learned two things girls have beans and boys ding-a-lings yes Freud is right about penis in me I wish you could take yours off and lend it to me cause if I had a willy for just today I'd be standing up and spray
0: all over the place
1: Team.